0: This is solid talk. Speaking out loud yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in, or even come as a guest and show each other respect.
0: God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is solid talk, speaking out loud in depth. God is good he is worthy to be praised once again for those hopping on I was saying tonight is an open discussion we can talk about whatever you guys want I really want to keep it kind of light but since I'm it's only a few folks in here and I didn't give you guys time to really come up with a subject we're gonna get into something that's been on my mind I got about two heavy topics on my mind and maybe we'll do start with one and see how far we get the first question I want to ask is uh, Will we see another pandemic? Will we see another pandemic? God bless everybody joining us. It's current. Will we see another pandemic? That's the question that I really want to ask. And I'm asking that for a few reasons, because just a few hours ago, uh, this new disease that has popped up, which has been circulating around the news a lot, and I mentioned it on here before, uh, has now been declared a global emergency. And uh, it's actually Monkeypox. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at the name, but I'm sorry. It's just a funny name. <laughs> I don't know. Chickenpox doesn't seem that funny. But for some reason, Monkeypox just seems funny to me. But Monkeypox is now a global emergency. Right. And of course, this the headline of this article which is on Yahoo news, but I guess it's from USA today says monkeypox. Now a global emergency us needs to step up, whatever that means says former surgeon general. And I won't get too far into the details, but let's just read a couple paragraphs. It's been declared an official global emergency. The second paragraph says more than 16,000. Make sure y'all can see this. Okay. Second paragraph says more than 16,000 cases have been reported across more than 70 countries, including about 2,900 in the United States as of Friday, as the outbreak accelerates predominantly, though not exclusively among gay and bisexual men. And so that's the theory about where monkeypox originates. Some people say that it came from a a, a gay orgy. I'm just going to call it what it is. I'm searching for the politically correct term, but it's a disease that seems to be populating just like that article said amongst gay and bisexual communities but that being said I'm starting to see headlines now not just about gay people getting it per se but I saw a headline talking about how uh, an infant or a baby actually got allegedly and I say allegedly because y'all know how I am with the news I take all of it with a grain of salt you know who really knows if any of this stuff is true right but allegedly um there was an article talking about in the DC area how a baby was diagnosed with smallpox and i'm actually looking for it right now cuz it's one of the things that you got if you're going to say something like this <laughs> you got to actually uh you got to actually uh put your money where your mouth is and kind of like talk about your sources right But I'm asking this question, will we see another pandemic? And if we do see another pandemic, what is going to be the response from the public? What is going to be the response as to how people are going to act? You know, what are people going to say? What are people going to do? Because I know it's only been uh, about two years now, two or three years now since everything jumped off in 2020, but I'm old enough to remember when... COVID-19 first jumped off, people were in a frenzy. If you remember, everybody was going to the stores, buying up toilet paper, uh, buying up uh, whatever else they needed to get. I think toilet paper was the main thing, if I can remember. There was a shortage on that. Um, All of the meat in the grocery stores were were bare on the shelves in a lot of places. So it really was a situation where... uh, Folks didn't know how to act because we had never been through anything like that at all, right? But now what's happened, glory to the Lamb of God, uh, I'm going share this screen briefly. Now what's happened, and this, I'm just sharing this screen, that says uh, an infant in D.C. tested positive for monkeypox according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. All right, so, so this thing uh, is being drawn up in the news. It's becoming a big deal in the news. And I want to point us to a comment that Joe Biden said recently. Joe Biden, he himself has recently been allegedly diagnosed with COVID-19. They say he has very mild symptoms. They say that he has the BA.5 strain, which is the new thing that came out. They're coming out with new strains of this stuff, like it's like it's weed or something like that. And each one of them is supposed to be more potent than the other. Some of them are less potent. But whatever the case may be, they got to keep this stuff cycling in the news. Right. You go out, you go to your your daily um, errands, you know, folks aren't really concerned about this. You go to your job. It's really no big deal. Um, yeah. A couple of people might still come down with it here and there. But for the most part, it runs its course and most people are OK. Uh, But I want to point us to this comment that Joe Biden said recently. I didn't see it get a lot of traction. And actually what he was doing was he was asking for some money. Uh, I can't remember what he was asking for the money for. But the justification as to why he said he needs the money is because he says there's going to be another pandemic. And he said it pretty pretty declaratively, right? He said it not like something that's going to cycle around 100 years from now, but something that's likely to happen in his lifetime. And I don't want to wish anything on the man, but <laughs> but uh, if, if if his uh, health state is, is any indication of how much time he has left, that means that we'll probably see it in our lifetime if we're around for that. So I'm going to share this quick video. It's very quick. It's like 30 seconds um, talking about um, Joe Biden saying that there will be another pandemic. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's back this up to the beginning and then I'm going to let it play. Let me make sure y'all can see this. It always defaults to that. I want it to default to this. Um, let's go ahead and let this play. We do need more money. But we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well that's something we've been doing for fairly well that's why we need the money okay so according to him he's saying that there's going to be another pandemic right um my question to you is how are folks going to respond how are folks going to respond and what does this really mean because The way I see it is this, that first the first uh, episode of this pandemic that we went through was a real indication of where people's faith lied. And if you were afraid of covid, I'm not saying you don't have any faith or anything like that. But what I'm saying is it really was the first thing to make people begin to think about their mortality, to really think about the fact that, okay, I could die. And when I say, I'm sure everybody's had that thought, but I'm talking about to really take in the fact that it's a very real possibility that I'm not going to live to 100. You know, that that if this thing gets a hold of me and it takes me out like it's taking some other people out, then it's going to be something that affects me, something that impacts me. And and what happened was the Bible says in Hebrews chapter two, talking about the devil It says basically that all through fear of death, Satan is able to keep people in bondage. It's because folks are afraid to die that when the idea of death is presented to them, they become paralyzed. Right. And when they become paralyzed, they become obedient. They become subservient. They become desperate. See, those of us who are saved and we know Christ, we became desperate but we became desperate for a touch of God. We became desperate for eternal life, right? There, there was a desperation. There was an idea of there's something bigger than me. I can't control myself. I need to overcome sin. I need to be forgiven of my sins. And so there was a, there's a despair that every person who has been saved has had. There's something that made them come to Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. The only people that need to be saved are people who are in danger. You don't get saved from a nice day. (laughs) I'm having a nice day. Save me. You get saved when something is threatening you. You get saved when something is on the line, when your life is on the line, when you need a preserver, when you need a life raft, a lifeboat, when you need a, a, a hero to come and rescue you. And so we receive that kind of despair. But folks that don't know Jesus Christ, right, um, they are subject to fear. And I'm not talking about fear of God. I'm talking about the spirit of fear. But we know the Bible says that God has not given us who believe in Christ the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. But I'm looking at Hebrews chapter 2, and I'm reading this part about—really it's talking about— Jesus Christ, then it goes into this blurb about the devil. Hebrews chapter two, verse 14 says this. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death, he might destroy him that had power of death. That is the devil. So what we're reading is that the devil has power of death or or power from death. You know that word of in the King James it, Sometimes it means from or it means Other things than what we know it as So he he had power And the power that the devil had Or even has over some humans now Is this idea of death So it says The devil right and verse 15 Says and delivered them who through Fear of death were all their Lives subject to bondage So all All our lives Anybody who doesn't know the devil is subject to bondage, subject to the idea that I'm not in control and anything can happen to me at any time. And because of that, when you're in bondage, that means somebody is able to control you. So after the first, uh, you know, COVID situation happened, there was a huge opportunity for control. And that control is something that was seized and something that's still being realized today. And you know, it's control when the things that are being said are not consistent, but nobody calls anybody out on it for the most part. It's like, for example, you know, they talk about the jab and if you got it, that's your prerogative. Doesn't matter to me. I can care less. But when it was first debuted, it was marketed as something that could. Uh, that could, uh, basically prevent you from contracting it and also something that would prevent you from spreading it. But here we have, as we just learned, Joe Biden is somebody who basically has been received. He has received all of the shots that you can receive. And even in that, he still has caught it, right? Same thing with Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci was someone, obviously, he's on top of every everything. And, you know, <laughs> and uh, it basically what happens is um, because of that, well, not because of that, but he also now has contracted it. So I want to get you guys' opinion. The first question is, do you think we will see another pandemic? I really hope not. And I hope not because uh, basically because people don't know how to act. I don't know how else to really explain it. That's the reason I don't want to see it just because folks really don't know how to act. You know what I mean? Um, It's natural. So I'm not picking on people, you know, it's it's natural, especially if you don't know the Lord It's natural um, to have this type of irrational fear and to be controlled like this. But my thing is you're going to, you know, these 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 this stuff comes out and it's contradictory back to back to back. And we're still expected to believe a lot of these narratives that come out. It just doesn't make sense to me. Somebody got to make it make sense. But I want to hear you guys' opinion on that uh, once again. First question is, do you think that we will see another pandemic? Second question is, how will people react to it? Will we see something? It's quite plausible because what does Matthew chapter 10 say? Excuse me. Matthew chapter 24 say Matthew chapter 24 is Jesus speaking after the disciples ask him, what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the world or the end of the age? Right. And Jesus begins to go down this list of all these different things that are going to happen. I'm just going to read it real quick. I'm in Matthew chapter 24, verse Four, it says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Why? For nation shall rise against nation. Now, that word nation against nation uh, is the word ethnos which really could be speaking to nationalities or racial groups. So when it says nation rising against nation, it's not necessarily talking about like, you know, Russia against Ukraine, for example. It's more so talking about races of people. However, uh, at some point in this same chapter, he is going to say wars and rumors of wars. And that is talking about things like Russia and Ukraine. But verse seven, once again, says this for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences. That's what I want to get to. And earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So he says pestilence says with an S. Meaning that there's going to be multiple uh diseases and sicknesses. A pestilence is a disease or a sickness. There's going to be multiple of those that are going to occur in the last days. So the thing we got to keep in mind is this. Ever since Jesus basically um, resurrected from the grave, we have been living in the last days. When Paul was writing his letters, he considered those the, the, the last days. He effectively kind of considered those like the end times, right? So we're in this age where we're basically anticipating the second coming of Jesus Christ. So if you want to look at everything in its totality, yes, we have experienced a whole lot of pestilences and everything like that. We've experienced um, wars, you know, World War I, World War II, um, civil wars across the world, all sorts of things, Vietnam War. We've experienced all sorts of pandemics, uh, you know, polio, um, HIV, AIDS. I don't know. We want to count cancer in that um, COVID-19, all sorts of different things have risen up since that time. And so this prophecy is being fulfilled as we speak. The thing about it, though, is it's like now in these times, it seems like things are beginning to rev up. It seems like things are picking up steam. So. I'm going to go to these comments and see what you guys are saying so far. I put the link in, a, this, in the uh, comment section of these videos if anybody wants to hop on and talk about this topic or any other topic, because we are having an open discussion tonight. But I just thought that was interesting when Joe Biden had that clip talking about how uh, he said it kind of declaratively, how we, we will see another pandemic. From my understanding, they already have a COVID-19, not COVID-19, a monkeypox vaccine, right? They've already been giving out. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing at this stuff. One day I'm going to get mature, I promise. I don't know if it's going to be soon, but one day I'm going to stop laughing at stuff I shouldn't laugh about. But I'm just just, uh, kind of amazed at the willingness of people to just go like i guess the faith that people have in modern medicine and government mainly because modern medicine and government haven't demonstrated anything in my opinion that's trustworthy that's worthy of this blind faith but you got people that are lining up for this monkeypox vaccine um and they've been receiving it I think they might have ran out of it in New York. This was like a week or two ago, if I'm not mistaken. And so um, people are rushing to get this vaccine. But at the same time, this talk might get taken down. (laughs) But people are rushing to get this vaccine, right? But we're still finding out new information about the COVID-19 vaccine, information that people said in the beginning and when they said this in the beginning they were viewed as conspiracy theory theorist and you know crazy people tin foil hat folks one of which i'm gonna look this i'm gonna we're gonna read this article together one of which is this idea that that the COVID 19 vaccine can affect a woman's menstrual cycle, and so when all this first came out, uh, there was this whole big deal. But well, it wasn't a big deal. It was actually um, kind of in like smaller circles where this information started coming out, and then the mainstream media basically shot it down. But um, effectively, what ended up happening was uh, they shot it down, and so now. If we actually look at some of these um, articles from mainstream media, such as Yahoo, for example, or, I mean, Yahoo's the most, none of these, in my opinion, are reputable, but Yahoo's probably the most popular one I see. But you see these ones, the Hill, uh, Healthline. Basically, what I'm saying is these, these are not, this is not somebody's website off on the back dark web you know i'm saying off on some random streaming site uh youtube channel right so let's click on the yahoo one why not so it says this new study suggests covid 19 vaccine linked to short-term period changes okay so it's not saying that it's long-term i'm not even saying that it's long-term all i'm simply saying is people were saying this when it first was premiered and they got scolded for it. And now you have sites like Yahoo that apparently are being forced to acknowledge it. So let's read this article from Yahoo. It says, since the first wave of COVID-19 vaccinations became available, we have continued to learn more and more about how the short term of how, how the short. Okay. I don't know who's working on oh, my bad. I, I can't read. I apologize. Let me back that up. I was about to get on them for that. But I know how to proofread. Let me reread that. Since the first wave of COVID-19 vaccinations became available, we have continued to learn more and more about how the shot affects our bodies. Most side effects being of little consequence. And while this remains true, listen to all these qualifiers they got to give. And while this remains true. A new study suggests that COVID nineteen vaccines may affect your period. Now, by the way, anybody who has a vaccine, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not saying anything's going to happen to you. If you know the Lord and you trust in the Lord and you please Psalm ninety one over your life, listen, no, no unclean thing can harm you, right? Um, so, so you should be fine, hopefully. <laughs> but um, this thing says specifically. Medical professionals have now identified a potential link between COVID-19 vaccination and short-term changes in menstrual cycle length and regularity. The study, the largest one to date, was published last week by researchers from the University of Illinois, Urbana, Champaign, and its findings have already raised several questions for people who menstruate. I'm going to read this one last article, I, I, I think. Maybe I might go a little further. Early in two thousand, early in twenty twenty one, many people began sharing that they experienced unexpected menstrual bleeding after receiving their initial COVID nineteen vaccine. To investigate this phenomena further, researchers asked thirty nine thousand one hundred twenty nine individuals who received a two dose SARS CoV two vaccination a series of questions about period changes and vaccine experiences. In this sample. of people with regular menstrual cycles said that they bled more heavily than usual after getting vaccinated, while 44% reported no change. Among respondents who typically do not menstruate, 71% of people on long-acting reversible contraceptives, uh, 39% of people on gender-affirming hormones, And 66% of postmenopausal people reported breakthrough bleeding. Okay, so there's a lot more here, says the story continues. In the interest of time, I'm going to kind of spare you guys that I think you get the point. Once again, I'm not trying to, um, you know, instill any fear. All I'm simply doing is just saying there's, there's still more to learn. And... Nobody said this to me directly, but just listening to how people talk and listen to how, you know, the media can be and just even everyday conversations you hear around people, people would look at you like you're crazy for simply saying, let me wait and figure out what's going on a little bit. First, I don't want to be the guinea pig in this experiment, right? Um, if everybody's doing it, I don't know if everybody really counts as a guinea pig, but... I don't want to be one of them. That's just me, but to each his own. And that's been my argument from the beginning. You do you, I do me, but don't try to impose what you do on me. And the thing about it is the the, the irrational fear has made people feel like, okay, if if you don't get it, then now you're dangerous. You know what I mean? You're you're dangerous, you're a threat. And my thing is like, okay, if your jab works. How could I possibly be a threat? So there had to have been something innate within people that just kind of knew like we still have a lot to learn. That's all I'm saying is that we just got more to learn. There's a whole lot of extra theories and stuff that are out as well. I'm not going to get into them right now because they haven't been proven. I don't know if all of them will be able to be proven. All I know is that it just seemed like a lot of folks just be dying and getting injured and, and, and stuff like that. Like Justin Bieber, half of his face got paralyzed. I can't say if that is or isn't because of that. I don't even know if he's had it. I presume he probably has for his career's sake. I could be wrong. but And, and, and it could be no correlation whatsoever. It could be something completely different. All I know is that his face was fine like the first 30 years or how old years now. And then all of a sudden, like half his face just seemed to paralyze. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know anything. I'm not a medical expert. All I simply know is that people um, have a lot of faith in modern medicine and government. And that's their option to have it. But... Let me have my opinion as well. So once again, anybody joining in, open discussion tonight. We could talk about this. We could talk about something else. Throw the topics out there. Let's get to some comments. Brother Randy says, Joe Biden is hilarious. He is hilarious. He is hilarious. Says, uh, my man let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, he let the cat out of the bag. But to be honest with you, I think it's intentional because I believe that People know that fear motivates, you know, fear is something that'll make you, make you run. It could be somebody ain't ran in 20 years. If, if they, if somebody starts shooting, they're going to start running. You know what I mean? Fear motivates. Fear can, can move people. Fear can paralyze people. And so his example of asking for money it's just that. He's trying to get people motivated to give him money. He's trying to make an argument as to why we need more money to fund whatever it was he was asking for. It sounded like it was some sort of modern um, you know, vac- money for vaccinations or something like that. But he's saying we're going to need it because we never know when there will be a second pandemic. And my thing is like, look, the last one we had before this was the Spanish flu. That was like 100 years ago. Why is he so sure that we're just going to have another one back to back? Either he is sure and he knows something, or maybe he's just erring on the side of caution. Or he doesn't really know, but he just wants to motivate people into a a plea for money. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Sister Torrance says, did you see that someone was recently diagnosed with polio in New York? I did see that. I saw that. And I've, I've been seeing polio in the in the news articles as well, um, you know, talking about people being uh, vaccinated for polio and things like that. Um, so, yeah, it's always something, you know, but these things ought not take us by surprise. Jesus never promised there wouldn't be storms. What Jesus promised basically is that we now have a way out of the storm. We have somebody who can speak to the storm. Where they say, what matter of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? So Moni says, it's always something. Monkeypox was in last year, but it wasn't spreading too much. Now that it has resurged, it's spreading like wildfire. Now, now, it, okay, I think it really depends on how we want to, what we want to call wildfire, right? Now, we just learned that the WHO has declared it spreading like what they've declared it a global emergency. All right. So if if it's declared a global emergency, I'm going to concede that it's spreading like wildfire. The numbers that we read earlier were 16,000 cases across more than 70 countries and 2,900 in the US as of Friday. Now, this is kind of fascinating looking at these numbers again, because uh you know i i'm it's been a while since i had to use my math muscles right <laughs> i've had to use my math muscles in some time but it looks like the united states has a disproportionate amount of monkeypox cases according to this article at yahoo news 16,000 cases which honestly there's like what, 7 billion billion plus people in the world. 16,000 is, in my opinion, non-existent, right? But 70 countries, okay, if you want to take it there, so be it. But then 2,900 in the US. This article says it accelerates predominantly though not exclusively among gay and bisexual men. Now, according to the headline we read a few a few moments ago, allegedly a baby had it in the D.C. area or has it. So there's more to learn. I'm not going to make assumptions. But what I do see is I do see them trying to make a big deal out of this. You know, to me... It's not a big deal. It's sixteen thousand cases out of seven point something billion people. I ain't planning on having the, the activities that most people who get it do. I'm not having them type of activities. I don't know what the deal with the infant is. I don't know if they might have came in contact with somebody who did, or maybe this, this, like Moni said, this thing has always existed and now they're just bringing the numbers to the surface. But you, we see it in the headlines more, right? Pestilence says, with an S, that's what Jesus said. Moni says, but brother Greg, this new strain has a mutation in the spike protein. See, Moni E is a scientist. So that's my sister. She's, she's like into medical. So she knows more about this stuff than I do. So she says, but brother Greg, this new strain has a mutation in the spike protein and the vaccine is against the spike protein. So this new strain can evade the immune system, regardless if you have immunity. And you're probably right about that. You're probably right about that. All I'm simply saying is two things. A, we got more to learn and B, even before this new strain, the BA.5 or whatever it is, even before that, folks were when the when the when the jab first came out, folks were still contracting COVID immediately after that. So I have to question how effective it is. Just just, you know, logically. What's happened is the goalpost has moved. Initially, it was you will not get it and you will not spread it. That pretty much got blown out the water. Initially they were calling them breakthrough cases. And then so many people broke through that they don't even use the term breakthrough cases anymore. It's just like boom. It's it's almost as if like you're just like anybody else. But now the goalpost has become has become if you have the shot and you do contract it, then you're less likely to be hospitalized and you will have less symptoms. And that may be true. I don't know. What I personally believe is that if I did get it, I wouldn't be hospitalized anyway. I could be wrong. I'm not I'm not trying to be prideful. And even if I did, I just believe I would survive it. And I'm not basing that off of some, some blind pride. I'm basing that off of the survival rate for my demographics. Um, I haven't looked this up in a while, so I don't know what it is. But the last time I looked, I think it was something like ninety seven percent or ninety nine percent survival rate um, so you know, and there's no disrespect to anybody that has passed away. All I'm simply saying is, you know w- what is you know let's let's make decisions if we want to use the data, let's first use clean data, and if we use clean data, Let's make sure that we are being rational. That's all I'm asking. Uh, I'm trying to find a reputable source here. I'm on the CDC's website. They got a lot of charts and graphs here that I haven't looked at before I did this live stream. So, <laughs> so I don't know how to how to read these. Um, I'm trying to see. So this is talking about risk, but it's got a lot of numbers that I don't understand. See, I need Moni right here because she know how to read this type of stuff. They used to have a really simple chart, which just simply told you like what your age group was and the percentage that you had of surviving it. And I remember at the time that I saw it, it was like in the high nineties. I think it might have been in the nineties for like everybody, but then of course as you got older, then of course it decreased. Um. Hospitalizations and emergencies, da da da. Hospitalizations and death by age. Um, that's not what I really want. And I think sometimes they make these things complicated on purpose because they don't really want people knowing anything for real. Um I might not be able to get it right offhand. Let me see. Uh. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of lot of a lot of information on here that I really just can't um comprehend. <laughs> I used to be smart. A long time ago, I used to be smart. I don't know what happened. Y'all pray for me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let me get back to the comments. Maybe I might be able to look that up a little bit later. I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna put it in the comments because I realize I'd be saying I'm gonna put stuff in the comments and I don't even uh be uh remembering. So mommy Moni, Moni says, Maybe God wants us to walk very closely to him because that's the only way we can get by these days. Yeah. Yeah, we should have a fear of God. The Bible says, don't fear the the one who is able to kill the body, but fear the one who is able to kill the body and destroy the soul in hell. See, we're so focused on the here and now that we're not even, you know, and I say we just like collective as our society in the world. I'm not necessarily talking about you and I, but collectively people are just more focused on the here and now, not even worried about their souls, right? Sister Carolyn says, yes, there will be other pandemics. Prophecies must be fulfilled. That makes a lot of sense. Moni says, it's too much going on. Us girls can barely wear makeup because our face is covered up in a mask. Men don't have to worry about that, but we can't express ourselves. I guess it's better to be safe. Well, honestly, sister, it's up to you if you want to wear a mask or not. I don't even feel like a mask is necessary, but that's a personal choice. Here in the D.C. area where I am, a lot of people do still wear masks. That's up to them. As much as I'm not required, I don't wear it. I haven't had to wear it since the the last time I've had to wear it. The only time I've had to wear it is if I've been in a medical facility. So if I go to, for example, recently I went to get an eye exam. I had to wear a mask while I was in the room with the optometrist or ophthalmologist, whatever the eye doctor is called. Fair enough. Doesn't bother me. I'll comply. I've had to wear a mask when I go and get my COVID test because I have to now get a test in order to go into work every week because I'm not vaccinated. So I wear the mask. there. It's no big deal. But other than that, grocery store, you know, what, uh, any out and about, you know, I'm just breathing fresh air. And the thing about it, too, is The masks have even evolved because initially, Dr. Fauci is on record of saying masks are basically not effective. Then they went out and told everybody to get a mask. So then Dr. Fauci said, Initially, I said masks were not effective because I wanted all of the medical health professionals to get masks. And if I told the public that they would need a mask, everybody would run out. And now the medical professionals wouldn't have a mask. Then fast forward, once everybody has a mask, new studies come out that basically say masks are really not that effective. If you want to have any type of effectiveness, you need an N95 mask. And if you're wearing a cloth mask, it's it's basically useless. There's a lady on CNN. I can't remember her name. If I can find a video, I'll show it to you right now. But she's one of these uh, so-called public health experts. And that's what she basically said. Um, It's an Asian lady. Let me see. Is this what I want? No, nah, it's like 5 minutes. I can't take that type of risk. <laughs> I can't take that type of risk. I don't want listener for 5 minutes. But um yeah, it's it's just it's just a lot has been switched up. So, if it makes somebody feel better, you know, so be it. I'm not here to uh police anybody on that. said comment says we can call in but how do we turn off our camera so sister i think what will happen is if you click the link before you actually join it's been a while since i did this on my phone but i think before you actually join you will have the option to show your camera or to and and to connect your camera and your microphone and you don't have to connect your camera the other thing also is that before you actually come on the screen i'm going to see you pop into the chat and i have to add you to the screen so if you want to um, only you know if you want time to get the, your settings right you can you can certainly do that but yeah anybody's welcome to join in and talk about this topic or something else that's why i say i want to keep it light because i know if i start to really start talking about how i feel on this i'm <laughs> it's gonna seem like bad news and i try to be optimistic and positive this evening uh, Money says only gay men get the monkeypox vaccine. Right, only gay men can get the monkeypox vaccine right now. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I will have to look into that. She says after they get it, then everyone else can get it because they say it spreads easily amongst people who engage in certain behaviors. Okay. Sister Karen says, what is the name of this vaccine, please, Brother Gregory? Um, it's just called the monkeypox vaccine right now. Um, I don't even know a lot of details about it. I've heard somebody say that it was just simply the smallpox vaccine and they're just giving that out. But uh, I really don't know. But it's, it's being referred to as monkeypox vaccines. <laughs> um, yeah, sim- simple as that. So, I think earlier I was actually looking up an article where I had seen that, or I had saw whatever the correct grammatical term is, that there was like a shortage. And I was trying to find that. Because I'd be seeing this stuff, but... um, I just want y'all to know that I know what I'm talking about. I think sometimes y'all think I don't be knowing what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some of y'all do, but then I think there's a few people like that just kind of like come come across this channel in passing and just be like, this dude don't even know what you're talking about. And then like three months later is like come to the light and it makes perfect sense to everybody. Um here's an article that I'll read briefly, not the whole thing. This is being this is from Time. It says why it's so hard to get a monkeypox vaccine right now. The article reads, when New York City's Department of Health announced on July 12th that monkeypox vaccine appointments were available in several sites around the city, demand was so high that's the scheduling website crashed. Every appointment was booked within hours, leaving many people unable to get shots. That is amazing to me. That's just, that's um. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I just, <laughs> I'm just like, there's only twelve thousand. No, wait. What did we say? Sixteen? Was it twelve or sixteen? There's only like 16,000 cases in the world. 20, we would say something like 2,300 or 2,900. No more than 3,000 in the U.S. on record. Yet the website crashed for this disease that we don't know much about and that allegedly or according to articles is predominantly amongst gay and bisexual men. I'm not saying they're the only ones that can get it. I'm just telling you what the article said. So my thing is like, most people, this probably is not even going to impact. But you have websites crashing to line up to get something that you probably won't even need. And, And that you don't know anything about it either way. They know some of the symptoms. They know how it looks. But I don't know. It's 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 beyond me. It's almost like um, they, I think they call it, I hate to use this word, fear porn. It's like like people like it's 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 like I think it's exciting to some people. You know, I think fear is an emotion. It's almost like seeing a horror movie. You know, some people like to go to the horror movie because they like to be scared. And I think this is like going to the horror movie, except you're actually in it. So it's probably even more of a thrill. But it says this, it says, vaccine rollout wasn't supposed to go like this. When monkeypox cases were first detected in the U.S. in May, experts were reassuring. They stressed that, unlike COVID-19, when it first emerged, monkeypox is a known threat with existing vaccines that could be deployed as necessary. But the reality has been messier. Vaccine supply is limited. Distribution has run into roadblocks, and it has proven difficult to prioritize the highest risk individuals for shots. The result is that, at least in certain areas, demand is overwhelmingly available supply. Did Did I read that right? demand is overwhelming available supply. I don't think that article reads right. Let me read this sentence one last time, make sure I'm not crazy. The result is that at least in certain areas, demand is overwhelming. Okay, I I get it. Sorry, I can't read. Demand is overwhelming available supply. I would have personally said the available supply Because that was a little confusing But I digress They're the professionals Not me I don't write the articles I just read them But yeah That's kind of what it is You know what I mean um, There's a, a high demand They say that demand But what is the real demand Is beyond me So I think this is in reference to the article I shared earlier about the menstrual cycles. Moni says, yes, it can, referring to uh, the COVID-19 affected menstrual cycles, because there are ACE2 receptors on the ovaries and the virus interjects itself into the ACE2 receptors in the lungs. Okay. And that's cool. It's cool to have an explanation and that's fine, but it's not cool that when people were saying this in the beginning... They were, someone were kicked off of uh, uh, big tech websites for saying that. She says it can affect the menstrual cycle, but it will return to normal after two months or so. Okay. Time will tell. Um, She says it's true. Even doctors said that it can affect a woman's menstrual cycle initially. Uh, Yeah. How do I log in? Keep my camera off. Yeah, I think you just click the link and then like don't, just like don't put your camera as the option. I think that's how you do it. She says they have a new vaccine for COVID called Novavax that is more traditional. I've heard of that. I've seen that title somewhere, and I don't think it was good. <laughs> I, but it was this was like first when Novavax first came out. Um, I'm looking it up. It's been a while since I've seen that. Novavax. Um, yeah. Like I said, each person... Should be able to take in the information and make an informed decision. You know, I just, I think for my demographic, I just don't find COVID to be that, that deadly, to be honest. No disrespect to anybody that's died from it. Yeah, 7.8 billion people in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, got to follow your gut. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm following mine. (laughs) You ain't got to tell me twice. Um, So Moni says, yeah, I was upset with Dr. Fauci for that initial comment. I knew they lied because they wanted health professionals to have access to masks. So, okay, I got you. And I'm cool with that. But I'm not cool with somebody lying to me and then expecting me to have To give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to trust, because to me, if you're going to lie nationally for the greater good. At this point, I don't have any reason to, to trust anything that you say. And if you really look at the track record compared to things that have been said versus information that comes out later, it's really not a good track record at all. So there's no reason at all to. Um, to trust these things. I just don't see it. Sister Laura says, there's a lot of vain gay men in New York City afraid of an AIDS-type spread, maybe. Well, this is something I mentioned a couple weeks on here. I saw an article about um, how they, they believe that they have uh, effectively cured a man of HIV. Um. And I was just kind of thinking, this was when the monkey pots first came out. And I was just thinking like, like man, um, this has happened. And that will probably empower people in that lifestyle or people who are at, at risk of contracting that, I should say, um, to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, the, the coast is clear. And now all of a sudden, as soon as that happens... This new thing comes on the scene, and that's that. This one is talking about uh, first man cured of HIV infection now has terminal cancer. So, okay, his treatment was allegedly 12 years ago. I don't think I knew that. Uh, But they're saying that this guy now has cancer. That's not really, really what I was trying to say or trying to see. Um, man cured of HIV after drug combo treatment Flushed virus from body A man has been cured of HIV After an intense combination of drugs Flushed the virus from the body This was July 8th, 2020 According to this the US Sun The patient now says he's been given A second chance at life After receiving the treatment that experts say work like a temporary vaccine. He's a Brazilian man whose name was not released, was first diagnosed in October 2012. Right. And of course, this happened in 2020. So if that's the case, that's a wonderful thing. That's an amazing, amazing medical breakthrough. And that's a good thing. All I'm simply saying is like, you know, that doesn't mean that you now have a license to just do whatever you want, because um, as soon as that get cured, now here come the monkeypox. So, you know, the, the the best case is to just strive to live a holy life, you know, as best we can. Foot and mouth going around too, and a case of polio in New York City. I guess foot and mouth, is that the infant disease? I'm not 100% sure what that is, but I think that's something kids get, right? Like babies from putting their foot, hands and feet in their mouth or something like that. She says, bioweapons, the EU, excuse me, the EU war games. Yeah, I'm not sure what that acronym means, but I know what bioweapons and cyber wars, grid wars, weather warfare. Could be, could be. You know, that's why I say a lot of this stuff we don't really know. We might not ever really know, or at least be able to prove. I've heard about Harp, and how Harp uh, kind of is, is something that's designed to manipulate the weather. A lot of people talk about CERN and 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 what CERN is really doing. How the goal of CERN is to 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 basically discover dark matter or to tap into dark matter, you know, and a lot of people attribute stuff that we see going on to CERN now. I don't feel confident enough to make those correlations, so I'm not going to come on here and talk about that, but, you know, I, I see these things, I see them, I see them. And right now, I'm looking at this Wikipedia article, which most people consider a semi reputable source. <laughs> it's like a familiar source, a known source, let's call it that. And this Wikipedia article is talking about what HARP is. And I haven't looked into HARP. Deeply, right? I have not admittedly, but this says, "High freq Harp is high frequency active auroral research program." The high frequency active auroral research program, Harp, was initiated as an ion. See, we're gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna struggle to get through this article. I- ionon, ionospheric. Research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, and the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Pro- Projects Projects Agency. Sorry. So first, let's look up this word: ionosphere. Ion ionosphere. How do you say that? Is the ionized part of the upper atmosphere of Earth. From about 48 kilometers, which is 30 miles, to 965 kilometers, which is 600 miles, above sea level. A region that includes the thermosphere and parts of the mesosphere and exosphere. They, this, these, these articles are trying to play me. Okay, so basically something going on in the sky, 600 miles above sea level. Okay, some sort of uh, research program is going on. It says, it was designed and built by BEA, Advanced Technologies. Its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. Since 2015, it has been operated by the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Fair enough. A lot of technical stuff I'm not going to pretend to understand. Some people have thrown it out there that HARP, matter of fact, I'm just going to read this verbatim, so I ain't got to say it. This article on Wikipedia says, HARP is a target of conspiracy theorists who claim that it is capable of weaponizing weather. Commentators and scientists say that advocates of this theory are uninformed as claims made fall well outside the abilities of the facility, if not the scope of natural science. So, as I said, it's a theory. You know, chemtrails is a theory. You see these planes. I don't see them as much these days, but I used to see them a whole lot. You see these planes in the sky just flying, and they got this big cloud of white substance trailing behind them, and we don't know what that is. They're spraying the air with something. I don't know what it is. I'm not telling you it's good or bad, but something is coming out of the back of those airplanes. Um yeah, here's a comment. Yeah, hand f- yeah, hands, foot, and mouth is for infants and toddlers. Last year, my daughter who whole class got it. She miraculously did not get it. Praise God. Yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah, hand, foot, and mouth is caused by a virus. Wow. Uh what state of country did this spread happen? What grade? Yeah, I can't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> um, but if it's about the monkeypox, I think it says something like 12,000 cases spread over 70 countries. And the U.S. had about over 2,000 of them, maybe 2,300 or so. DARPA, I've heard that, haven't looked too much into it. Laura says magnetic north is on the move at an accelerating rate. Yeah, see, I gotta I see I'm 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 uninformed. You know what I mean? I'm uninformed. Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying it ain't too much we can really do about it or say about it. God is in control of those type of things. Um, you know, even even if the devil wants to do something negative, he has to get permission from God first. When God was allowing the devil to test Job, the devil had to go to God first and get permission. So when we think about the sovereignty of the Lord, that should allow us to not really be be too fearful of these things. Because it's like nothing can happen unless God signs off on it. So as long as that's the case, and that's always going to be the case, I'm just going to see who has the final say. I'm going to go to God and figure out, okay, what do you have to say about this? How should I feel about this? I'm not listening to, you know, uh, all these other things. Lord, what do you say about my life? You know, what do you say about my future? Okay. As long as we have that, that's where the true peace comes from. The Bible talks about a peace that surpasses all understanding. What that one thing that that means is that we can comprehend that something is not good. You know, uh, I can comprehend that These people in my job don't like me and they're trying to fire me. I can comprehend that, um, you know, God forbid somebody gets diagnosed with a terminal illness and everybody who gets it only has like four months to live. I can comprehend that. But God can still give me a peace that passes my carnal intellect, my carnal understanding, because whatever he has to say about it, it exceeds that it goes far past that. And even if he allows you to be one of the victims of the four months, right? He still gives us a peace that can can transcend that reality to the point where, look, I don't have to fear death. I know if I leave this earth, I'm going to be with my father in heaven. So to me, that's where the real security comes in, our relationship with the Lord. What does he have to say about all of these things? You know, there's a lot of wickedness. Going on in the land, but the scripture says that the eyes of the Lord are in every every place beholding the evil and the good So there's nothing that gets past him at all <laughs> he's, he's the eyes of the Lord are in every place Beholding the evil and the good The earth will wobble to and fro like a drunken Mayan end time prophecy unfolding Yeah, I don't know I've heard a lot of people talk about those, the Mayans and stuff like that. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. What I do know is that, as somebody said earlier, Scripture has to be fulfilled. I do know that there is perfect peace that we can have in the Lord. The Scripture says that he'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So listen, if we keep our eyes focused on the Lord, like Sister Sarah said, let him reign it's nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear at all. Nothing at all. I I appreciated the comments tonight. I just want to get your opinion on that. If you think there will be another pandemic, and if so, how will people react? Um, hopefully we don't go crazy like we did the last time, but I honestly believe it's gonna all depend on what the what the news says about it. <laughs> you know, um People trust that more than they trust their prayer closet, if they have one. So if they have one, they probably don't. But people people treat the news as the gospel and not the gospel itself, those who don't really know the Lord. So I don't know. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully it's not the case. My opinion, I'm going to say this before I close out. I think a lot of people are just tired. I think a lot of people are over this. While there are a lot of folks who are very much, you know, kind of still in that zone and still in that uh, kind of fearful and cognizant state of where we are, I think that most people by now have committed to returning to normalcy, especially those people who got the vaccine. um, Because if they don't pay as much attention to this stuff as as somebody like me does, in their minds, they feel extra safe anyway. So either they are extra safe because it's working or it's a placebo, but either way, it's making people feel more out and about. Things are reopening. Uh, Businesses are starting to gain traction again. And I I just don't really see a scenario where folks are going to allow another shutdown. I don't I don't see that. Will the government try to impose it? It really all depends on how much they 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 delve up the media. That's what I don't like about the media is that the media can make something so much larger than what it actually is and how the public actually feels about it. But then it's like when the media says it, now everybody is looking at everybody else like that's what they think and so it becomes the gospel as far as some people are concerned and if the and that machine can be so strong that it's like a lot of people don't have the the mental wherewithal to overcome it cuz they don't know any better they they trust it folks got to have faith as folks they got a lot of faith in a lot of stuff folks folks want to have faith right we're dependent creatures we we can't survive on our own if we don't have food and water, we'll wither away in like two or three weeks. So basically, I don't really think we'll see another shutdown like the one we saw. Is it possible? It is possible. I just don't think folks are really rocking like that. I just, I just feel like we have gotten an opportunity to try to come back to normalcy. Folks have been going back to work for for some time now, and they're just kind of like, "Hey, look, I haven't been back to work for like two months, two, three months, four months, five months. It's going pretty well, you know. So, I don't know if we need to really shut down. Let's see if we can wing it, you know. Let's 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 see what we, let's see if we might be able to wing it. I think that's how folks might be, uh, but you never know until it happens." According to what Joe Biden said, there will be another one. If they do have another one, it might be for election purposes, you know, because some of that stuff can be advantageous. But, yeah, that's my take on it. I, I don't uh, I don't think we'll see one like we've seen before, but anything is possible. Anything is possible. Uh, The reason why I don't want it is because. I'm not with all of that compliance and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, so it's like if you're just going to do everything they say and, and all of that, it really ain't no big deal. But if you're somebody like me where I'm trying to live life, yeah, no, nah, I'm not rocking like that. Sister Laura says Biden is Obama and Hillary Clinton's puppet. Well, you know, interestingly enough, Biden has on more than one occasion, referred to Obama as president. Uh, I think one of them was like a joke and another one. It might've been like a Freudian slip. He's also called Kamala Harris president (laughs) and not vice president. So I don't even know if he really like even feels like he's the president because he's constantly calling other people the president. He can barely read a teleprompter correctly. Literally the teleprompter will say, you know, read this line again or repeat the line. And he will out loud say, repeat the line. He's done that on more than one occasion. Um, It'll be interesting to see if he runs again. It'll be interesting to see if Trump runs again. Do you guys think that we'll see round two of Donald Trump versus Joe Biden? And if you do, what do you think will be the outcome? I think Donald Trump is likely to be, he's basically doing a lot to suggest that he's going to run again. Personally, I think, I don't think that a lot of this country is mentally prepared for Donald Trump to run again. Was Donald Trump a good president? I'll just say this. Under Donald Trump, we didn't start any new wars Uh, Before the COVID, we were thriving economically. Um, He did a lot for black people. HBCUs got extra money under him. He freed a lot of people that, for whatever reason, he was freeing folks like Kodak Black and other people. So even though he kind of got called all these names and called racist and all of that, because he has a bold personality and he, he goes back and forth on Twitter with people, and some people call him mean, fair enough. But as far as policy, we was doing pretty good (laughs) as a country. You know, nobody foresaw a pandemic. Um, You know, folks had jobs, stuff like that. So it is what it is. But I think because of the sheer stigma that he has, if he runs again, I think a lot of the uh, we just going to call them leftist people. I just I don't think they're gonna be able to handle it, especially if he wins again. Like <laughs> it'll be like <laughs> it'll this is how it's gonna be for some people. You ever watch a movie? We don't really watch horror movies like that no more. But you ever watch a movie like Jason or um you know uh Friday 13th? Basically, in a lot of the horror movies, you kill the monster, right? <laughs> and then it's like they think they killed the monster. And then maybe like 10 minutes later, he pop up in the window and then he go kill some more people. That's kind of how it's going to be in a lot of people's minds, because they've been kind of convinced that he's just the worst person since Hitler. And um, and that's that. Now, will Joe Biden run again? <sighs> See, I don't even think Democrats want Joe Biden to run again. Honestly, I really don't. Um, I don't think they're going to put him back up there. Who's going to take his place? I don't know. Probably Kamala Harris, but I'm not really a hundred percent sure that they want to put Kamala back up there. I really, I really don't see that scenario. So then it becomes, well, who is it? See, that's the thing about it. Like, even though I don't think it's going to be Biden. At the same time, I don't see anybody else that it would be besides Biden, other than maybe like Hillary Clinton could try it again. They try to get this Pete Buttigieg guy some traction. He's uh the secretary of transportation, openly gay uh, politician. Um, it, it might have to be somebody out the blue. It could be Michelle Obama. Now, if she runs, I think she will win. To be honest with you, um, like, I think she would destroy Trump. You know, but as far as the Democrats, I don't really see anybody else that that they really can put out there. At least not right now. I know there's a lot of time between now and 2024. Like it's kind of a lot of time, but it's kind of not. So they might put Biden up there again, and that would be so interesting to have Trump versus Biden 2, the sequel. You know, To me, it's just like a show. (laughs) A lot of folks watch Netflix. I watch uh, politics and the stuff that's going on in this country. So that's just kind of what it is. I see my brother Shannon is on. He says, it's not what the folks want. If God says lockdown, then it will happen. That's true. If God says lockdown, then that's what it's going to be. Oh, there's some more comments up here. Let me go back up. All right, so we're going to read these comments. So, oh, yeah, Moni says, I remember Pastor Darby talking about chemtrails. Yeah, the late Pastor Darby, Pastor Stephen Darby. He had a lot of wisdom. Died relatively young as well. It was a little, little bit fishy of a death, but... We don't really know what happened, honestly. But he couldn't, he definitely wasn't 60 years old. I would estimate he was in like his either late 40s. No, he's probably like in his early, mid to early 50s. Look healthy too. Uh yeah, so Glenn says, I believe so. I pray we don't go. Crazy, but stay prayed up. Yeah, that's all we need to do. Stay prayed up. It's very plausible. Both soldier says, monkeypox has, has just been declared a health crisis. Prepare for what's to come. Absolutely. Yeah, we were just talking about that earlier. It's now officially uh, a national health emergency is what it's called. You're absolutely right. Man, money says it will mess up the economy. Well, the thing about that, we're going through inflation right now. Gas prices, I don't have to tell y'all, we already know. So a lot of that is the simple fact that some businesses are trying to recoup stuff and prices have just gone up. A lot of it though, even more so, is that the government just prints money and the money is not backed by anything at all. And so when you print money with really nothing to back it or nothing behind it, it's going to automatically generate inflation, right? I talked about this back when they were giving out the stimuluses way back last year, and a year and a half ago, I mentioned that we're going to see inflation and we are seeing inflation right now. So, I, I, you know, people joke about it in the memes. I saw a meme that said they got that twelve hundred back in gas prices. Well, yeah, that's basically what ended up happening. And so the housing market is being impacted. Car prices, gas prices. That's just how it is. Yeah. Biden has COVID. Yeah. We mentioned that he has a mild case, according to the news articles. Sister Laura says, Trump is going to run with Ron DeSantis, Florida governor. I know it. So that's interesting. Not to get too deep into the politics, but some people think that Ron DeSantis is like so strong of a candidate that maybe he doesn't need to be under Trump. You know what I mean? But if he and Trump ran together, that would be interesting. That would make a lot of people fearful. Because Trump, we already know who Trump is. And then Ron DeSantis is very, very sta- steadfast in what he believes. Bold Soldier for Christ says Until we as a church start being the church, God's judgment will only increase. We need to repent. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> I'm not even getting into that. <laughs> Laura says yes he has And Obama called his wife Michelle Michael once Yeah I saw that There's like a whole theory that Michelle Obama Is a man I'm not even going to get into that And that Obama called her Michael one time Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone I really don't know If I had to guess I think she's a woman But who knows Anything's possible these days I'm going to stay out of that one Marty says, I don't think he will win because people didn't like the way he handled the pandemic and also because of the insurrection. Well, yeah, they're trying to make January 6th be this huge issue. I'm not sure that many people care. You know what I mean? And this is a prime example of the media's influence, the media trying to make something a big deal when nobody actually cares. There's a few people that care about January 6th. But honestly, I don't think most people that are that invested in this story. But anytime you look in the news, it's always in one of the top three headlines. So it's like they want it to be something. So if they push that enough, then, yeah, he'll have enough drama around his name that, you know, it, it could result in a loss for him. Moni says Joe Biden is tired. He's not running again. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see That'll be interesting We'll see I'm sorry I, I know I shouldn't revel Like you know Enjoy drama <laughs> But um, But I just think That would be so interesting If those two dudes Ran again They all work for the NWO It's part of the plan That's That's the real truth Of the matter honestly He was the one Who dubbed Operation Warp Speed With the vaccine Referring to Trump Yeah he did yeah, and so that's the the other funny thing about it, too. Al Gore. Who's thinking about Al Gore? Al Gore may run again. Now, Al Gore's thing was climate change. So they're trying to make that a big deal. Like, who cares, man? The climate naturally changes. Um, yeah, so that's the thing with uh, with Trump. Like, Trump... Okay, first, they said... There's no way we'll have a vaccine in the time that 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 Trump and them are estimating that we'll have a vaccine, and then they were like if we and then there were some democratic politicians who were like if if he comes out with the vaccine, I'm not taking it and let me see if I can find this article. I know it's gonna be very hard to find on YouTube. It's probably not even on here anymore um. Yeah, I know it's it's going to be very hard to, uh, yeah, it's like, it's hard for me to search for it because all of these different keywords, all I see is like mainstream news articles, right? (laughs) So, uh, So, it'll be like a needle in a haystack, but there's a montage that was circulating around a while ago of... Democratic leaders basically saying that they will not take the vaccine if Trump comes out with it or if it's under Trump. And basically, it came out under Trump under Operation Warp Speed and all of them took it. And then once Joe Biden got in office, he kind of like became the face of it along with Dr. Fauci, and then they imposed it on everybody else and then pretended like other people were crazy if they said there was a circumstance where they wouldn't take it. Um, Okay. I can't find a montage, but surprisingly, I did find an article, or excuse me, a video, rather, of... Uh, Kamala Harris, who is the vice president of the United States of America, saying that she would not take the vaccine under Trump. Now, you can watch this video. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm assuming that this is what I think it is. And this was at the vice presidential debates before the election. So this was over a year ago, definitely before November of 2020. If the Trump administration approves a vaccine before or after the election, should Americans
1: take it and would you take it?
0: If the public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. So listen to that. What she said is if the medical professionals tell me that I should take it, I will take it. But if Donald Trump tells me that I should take it, I'm not going to take it. Well, Donald Trump, along with the medical professionals, told her that she should take it, and she allegedly still took it. So my thing is, that's fine for her to believe that. But why is it that I can't say, just as an example, If Joe Biden tells me to take it, I'm not going to take it. Or if Dr. Fauci, who has a really bad track record of telling the truth, tells me to take it, I'm not going to take it. Like, why is there this double standard that she can say that about somebody that she doesn't trust? But then when other people say it about someone that they don't trust, it becomes they become the bad guy. So it's a lot of hypocrisy. It's a lot of hypocrisy. Man. Yeah. They want to collapse the dollar and bring a digital currency, which will lead to the mark of the beast. Well, that's inevitable. A lot of places are leaning toward that. Some folks thought it would be the crypto. I don't know. It might be. I don't know much about the crypto. I know it at a very high level, you know. But 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 yeah to that point I was saying like Trump came out with Operation Warp Speed. He told folks to take it. He allegedly took it, but then she took it even though she said she wouldn't. So that is what it is. But listen family, I'm just on here rambling a little bit now. Just wanted to throw that out there and see what you guys thought about it. You know, that was on my mind a little bit this week. I had a a heavier topic on my mind. I really didn't want to talk about that tonight. About fatherhood in this country, maybe we'll talk of that in one of the one of the upcoming ep- uh, episodes. But listen, that's all I have, family. In this solid talk, it was good to chop it up, hear everybody's feedback. Um, it's always good to share opinions. Some stuff we agree on, some stuff we don't agree on. But what I like about this is we can just come on here and talk about it, um, and 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 just sharpen one another. So listen, that's all I have in this solid talk, family. Um, join us next week, either for Bible study, or I might try to put out a little video, um, switch it up a little bit. You all take care
1: and be blessed. Culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Calling or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield the faith That'll block it Controversial topics just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like it's a blunt object Culture. Living godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger. I can't mess with ya. Points gotta let the rudder. It's like we keep on testing ya. Let's walk and get the best of ya. I'm trying to tell you bruh, All here in the arena shall we say, we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me a check. in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. of the pages. The blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases. I pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning gotta tell us what's next. True believers they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity. Social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity. PC culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but I know Jesus going